Hello, everyone watching or listening, and welcome to the collaboration space with AVI SPL. I'm Steph Beckett, and I'm joined today by Sean Cameron, solutions expert for NSP and distribution for Harmon. How are you doing, Sean? Good. So we are talking about esports today, and this is a gigantic market that was not always part of AV, but has become a big part of AV recently. Uh, at the end of 2019, before COVID, it was worth over a billion dollars. And it's even become big with colleges and universities as those colleges and universities have even varsity teams for esports now. So all that said, it is a huge market and one that AV should be taking seriously and should be wanting to get into. So really quick question, first of all. So for a university starting to get started with this, what are some of the AV considerations they would need to consider from a gamer perspective? Yeah, because ultimately, you know, this experience revolves around the gamers and uh, being able to have, you know, quality audio and video that allows them to be able to play the game, um, you know, with with good audio quality for their their chats between their other players when they're playing with, you know, team based games uh, and also, you know, the ability to just hear what's going on around them. Um, you know, is gives them sometimes an advantage in a game if they can hear things, especially from the perspective of where sounds are coming from. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing too is, you know, they're they're looking at things with higher resolution, higher frame rates uh, than you know typical computer users would be. So we need to take all that stuff into consideration as well. Because uh, a lot of times when they're playing their games, some of their decisions and their reactions have to happen, you know, within a frame of video. So it's very important to have that low latency, high resolution, high frame rate video. Yep, exactly. So the the three things you kind of said or that I kind of took from that are you need to be seen, you need to be heard, and you need low latency or no latency also if possible. Um, right. So how does that differ or if it differs at all from needing something from the AV perspective for the spectator? Because another big part of esports is having an audience and even an audience that isn't live or an audience that is online somehow, but that is still there. Yeah, and that's a, a big difference with how esports are run versus how you know traditional sports would be run. Mm -hmm. Is that you know these audiences are typically watching live uh, streams on things like Twitch um, with live chat and and everything else. The experience is very interactive, um, and then you also have to consider that there will be people locally as well. So how do we make sure that they get? immersed in the action in a similar way, um, you know, because you don't have people running up and down a field, you have people, uh, you know, sitting in chairs with game controllers and, and wearing headsets and things like that. So, you know, you the action is really on screen, not as much with the actual, uh, you know, players or, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So making sure that we have experiences that tailor a lot to the audience um, being able to distribute that that video uh, with low latency so that you're reacting at the same time as as people you know playing the games are reacting. Um, and then also having uh, additional experiences with, with not just the audio and video, but also with the lighting too. Yeah. Uh, you know lighting can be a big aspect of what's going on um, in the arena that gets people more engaged. 
Yeah. So yeah, once again, I'm hearing kind of that latency is another thing that's really important because I'm I'm assuming you don't want the audience to start cheering like 30 seconds after something's been happened because the gamers right. going to be like, wait, what are they cheering at right now? What's going on? Um, so yeah. bringing it back to higher ed, when it comes to creating an esports program and, and specifying kind of an esports arena, are there any differences or considerations when doing this from a higher ed perspective than it would be from a professional perspective? Yeah, there's surprisingly little differences between what would be at the collegiate level versus what would be at the professional level. Mm -hmm. um, because, again, there, there's so much hype behind all of the, this going on with esports. And it's so new that, you know, to attract those people to the, the colleges and universities that have esports programs, they need to make this you know, at, at that level uh, that the professionals would be playing at. And that's the way they attract the best talent. So the, the real difference is, is only scale. Um, mm -hmm. But the components are all pretty much exactly the same. Right. Because at the end of the day, the gamer is doing this in at a university to then become professional. So that completely makes sense. Correct. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's all the time we had, Sean. But I wanted to thank you for uh, hopping on here and joining me today to talk about this. Awesome. Anytime. Thanks. And this has been the Collaboration Space with AVISPL. I'm Steph Beckett, and we will see you next time. Bye. For more information, please visit avispl.com forward slash Carmen.